DWN Productions THC Podcast Yeah, sponsored by Face Custom Shirts here at boygob.com now with 50% more marmalade. Joe, how are you? Hey, Tom, I'm doing all right. What's that you're drinking there, buddy? Beer. Hmm. <laughs> it's an energy drink. Mm. Yeah, I thought this stuff tastes uh, all right yesterday or whenever I drank it two days ago. Yeah. Drinking it now, it's like, ah, no, it tastes like an IPA. <laughs> yeah, it could have been better, but it is what it is. You got anything to went on this week? Uh, I finished up today the halloween preservation festival and this is their third year doing it the first year i wasn't there i was uh maybe out of town with you maybe i don't remember i was out of town somewhere and uh this show was going on at the time and last year i did the show and it's always been a sparsely attended show i would say but uh it's something i got to do because it's in my backyard and the fine people that put it on uh, do me the great service of sending me work quite a bit but as always every show that i attend i try to have a good time and that's what i did you know hung out with a, a buddy roop roop thanks for helping me out as always and uh and yeah you know the good thing about this show is I don't spend any money because there's nothing there that I really want to buy because uh, the vendors, uh, nice people, I would say, but it's uh, they're not very curated. 
I guess, you know, because like the guy next to me had a bunch of pops, you know, not necessarily horror pops. Oh, that's a band, I think. But, you know, pops like of the Golden Girls or pops of uh, anime people that I don't know, recognize and probably never will. And, uh, you know, stuff like that. People that sell candles or people that sell cups, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, their draw was uh, Doug Jones, you know, the man of a thousand faces. Nobody calls him, but I do because I guess he's the closest we have to a Lon Chaney. But uh, he had a line all weekend, so that's cool for him, I guess. Old uh, Caroline Williams was there and she was in a few movies and uh, she did not have a line all weekend. And... Uh, I can't remember who else was there. I did fairly well. Sold a lot of books. You know, this books thing is going pretty well for me. You know? Uh, and yeah, uh, so this, I believe, is the last year they're doing it in old Texas. They're going to move to Savannah, Georgia. So I probably will not be attending this show anymore because I don't see myself going to Georgia for anything except maybe to watch the falcons play or whatever but you know in hotlanta uh yeah that's about it i don't think i did anything else but work i've got surprisingly a good amount of work for this late in the year usually i'm already dead and counting my pennies you know rolling coins and shit but uh i still got work so the next two weeks next three weeks are gonna be fairly busy tom as we're leading into this wondrous holiday which i think is just boring as shit thanksgiving i could not give a fuck about uh it's not bad like christmas but i just don't get much excitement out of it you know eating (laughs) (laughs) do that every goddamn day you know well it's an excuse to drink too (laughs) yeah again like (laughs) yeah oh but so at this convention center, uh, which is the same place that they hold Texas Frightmare Weekend, so you've been there, uh, but they only use the third and fourth floor. As I'm looking for a uh, for a bathroom to destroy, I see they have one that says uh, "gender neutral bathroom." <laughs> I say, "Hey, what's this all about? Let me go check this out." <laughs> you know? uh, so. I believe this bathroom, maybe a couple of years back, may have just been called the family bathroom, you know, because it, uh, it's just a single bathroom and it's got a changing station and all that. But I guess to get a tampon machine, uh, was there? No, wait, maybe Hmm. there was, um, but yeah, I guess to be with the times, you know, and to show that they're all about acceptance, it is now a trend or a. Gender you son of a bitch, bathroom. you fucking bigot. No, no, How but dare I, you. as I was leaving that bathroom after I destroyed it, you know, because I had a lot of coffee. Did uh, you destroy comes, it using your man pussy, um, as they um, call it in that bathroom? A, what I guess uh, who the bathroom is intended for <laughs> was, you know, crossing paths with me to head to that bathroom. I say, hey, good luck, dude, or whatever. You know, um, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, not good. But you say, I say these things in jest, Tom. When you say them, you mean them, which is real fucking bad, you know? It's like, I shouldn't even I say them with hate in my heart. You do. You do. I shouldn't even be on this show with you, man. But I'm trying to change you, Tom. I'm trying to make you a better person. Somebody has to. And I will get to that later in the show. So, how about you, Tom? I mean, at first, I just wanna, I just wanna thank you for doing your part, cause you know, Halloween almost didn't happen this year, Joe. It didn't. It didn't. But luckily, you, you and the pops guy and the shape of water guy, you know, you all came together and saved Halloween after we the did. fact. So good. So for we're you. gonna have it again next year, thanks to our efforts. Maybe we've already forgotten it. You know, as they're getting their turkeys <laughs> and fucking. Uh, yams and shit together their green bean casseroles and all that other bullshit they've forgotten all about halloween you know uh and the foyer i guess outside the vendor area they had like a shitload of inflatables but they had one that was a giant pumpkin and goddamn this thing was huge like it could it could have taken up our whole yard that's like where the hell did you find that and like who who has room for that? Maybe you do, Tom. Maybe in your backyard. It's pretty spacious back there. Uh, hmm. you get the car? What? Uh, what? What? Uh, you're breaking up, Tom. You shitty ass internet. Did you get a card? A card? A Christmas card? No, I've not received a Christmas card. From the inflatable vendors. No, they weren't selling them. They were just showing them off. No, 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 you're breaking up there, Joe, you some bitch. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I started uh, burning this uh, tree we had taken down a couple months ago and couldn't really do shit because there was a drought. Mm -hmm. So uh, I said it. I took the big logs out because I'll just chop those down and use them for like smaller bonfires throughout the summer. Or not summer, but winter. Yeah, and you uh, I lit this in the summer. You dumb fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, you do that too. Yeah. I so uh, yeah, I fucking lit this thing. <laughs> Dewey, I didn't know that about you. I'm gonna get a beer right now. <laughs> oh, I've been trying to save Halloween in November and nothing fucking happened. I sold a fucking book. God damn it. I need to drink. I reconsidered, Tom. Are <laughs> you out of beer? No, that's beer. Okay. It's beer because I haven't been drinking. So, hmm. So I uh, set this pile on fire, and those flames shot, oh, probably about 20 feet in the air. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That tree's pretty high, but it is kissing those dead leaves on there. <laughs> so I have the hose by me, which I always do. So I know I kind of corked it with my thumb there to get a, get a nice pressurized stream to fan these 20 foot flames so i'm just oh it's causing a lot of fucking smoke 
Did it, my yeah. neighbors <laughs> were outside. Yeah, my neighbors were outside and they went in. <laughs> I think they brought their dog in that's always chained up. And I'm just out there. Smoke, 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 smoke. I get it under control and, uh, you know, kind of scoop stuff up with my bare hands, which we'll get to later. And, uh, you know, just flipping these logs on the pile and doing all that shit, just flipping logs, moving logs and moving all this brush together. So it got to like a manageable thing. And then we had a lot. I was going to say in pounds, but a fucking lot of like sawdust from them grinding down the fucking tree stumps and shit. So I'm like shoveling this shit and flipping these logs and shoveling this shit. I look, oh, I've been doing this for four hours. All right, well, this is this is good enough. And so I go to bed at like eight, and then I wake up and I, oh, maybe I got smoke inhalation because it felt like I had a fucking stroke. This whole uh, what right side was like all fucked up, and I couldn't move it. And then I remembered, yeah, you know, you probably did almost die of smoke inhalation. But you were shoveling shit for like four hours, so yeah. I don't think you had a stroke there, fat guy. Yeah, it's just work, Tom. That's what it's called. Mm, can't believe it. <laughs> but yeah, it was a bit worrisome when those flames were popping up and kissing this very tall tree. <laughs> Pretty much. fucking black smoke <laughs> it was gray grayish yeah gray but yeah uh heads up again because i'm gonna say it at the end too this wednesday it'll probably i don't know it may start wednesday probably wednesday night the old uh dwn productions thanksgiving african-american friday sale will be going on uh, five pieces will come out of the vault <laughs> for that weekend only. And that'll be the only time you can get that shit. And uh, everything else besides that will be 33% off, as in the masks, bus, and props, and all that shit. So if you've been wanting to get something, get on there Wednesday because who knows if it'll happen next year, Joe. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, same here on uh wednesday evening because i'm gonna be busy i think on thursday uh the fast custom shirts black exploitation friday sale will begin and there is one new shirt that's gonna drop that is not the shirt i had planned on doing but the one i plan on doing is taking forever so you'll get this other piece of shit <laughs> well what's um, it gonna be joe you can tell these fine uh, folks I can't tell you, but it's because you don't know one that you'll enjoy, Tom, because I know you love this genre of horror. And uh, but you'll see. You'll see people. Come on. You're not going to tell the fine, fine folks a team boy gob. I just threw out two big clues, you know, but, you know, some people don't uh, solve Riddler problems. Questions. <laughs> some people but don't 
speak well either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's going to start. So all the other black exploitation shirts on the site will be $8 still. Let's get ready good... for that Petey Wheatstraw shirt. Is that it, Joe? <sighs> <laughs> so if you're a devil's son-in-law, head on over to fastcustomshirts.com. Says it right over there under top. Wait a minute. Right over there. That's right. You got to do it backwards for some reason. <laughs> So you watch two things, is that it? That's it. Well, all right. Also, oh, shit. Uh, watch the Hunger Games, uh, a salad of crowbars and croutons or something. But we won't talk about that because there's already a video, a Boy Gob bonus. So you can go into the Boy Gob archives and look under the, I don't know, videos, whatever, and listen to that review. Shout out to the three 13-year-old girls we got at subscribers due to that video. Joe appreciates it. All 85 of you that have already watched the video, thank you much. I didn't expect that many, so good deal. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Joe? Hey, Tom. Pardon me. Mm -hmm. It's getting the end of the year, so... uh... Did a bunch of 2023 in. Yeah, and like me, you seem to be just watching all the garbage of 2023. <laughs> Not that there's any gems of 2023, but yeah. Enlighten us, Tom, on what you've watched. You're right, Joe. I did watch a couple Shudder movies. Mm. Yeah, it seems like uh, if it's not A24, they're the only ones putting out fucking horror movies. Every fucking horror movie. I said, all right, I'll watch it. Put them. Put them. And their stupid logo pops up. Don't forget the Bloom House. <laughs> yeah, that's every so often. But, I mean, uh, maybe Halloween was the last, whatever the last Halloween one was. That was the last time I seen that because I don't do a lot of their movies. Well, I think The Exorcist, was, were they connected to... Yeah, I didn't see that shit though. You told you said Thomas, no, no, don't go see it. And I said, all right. And then we talked about it, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna see that. Yeah, it's not for you. It wasn't for me either, but that's all right. (laughs) Because we're not complete assholes, you see. (laughs) Almost, but not complete. Oh, shit. So here's one I think you might have talked about. Suitable Flesh? Maybe. If so, I probably already forgot about it. What's this This all about? This is an HP Lovecraft joint made by the dude who directed Wrong Turn and uh, uh, kind of co-starring Barbara Crampton and uh, starring Heather Graham, maybe? I don't think I did watch this one. All right. So, uh, old ho, you know, she's a psychiatrist and shit. And she wearing some, like a lab coat? Probably. Mm. You know, psychiatrists don't wear those. But anyway. Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot about this one, Joe. <laughs> Spoiler alert that means it wasn't very good. 
ah, fuck it. Uh, it's just like a body thing. Oh, this old guy's gonna die, so he's using the Necronomicromlin to transfer his fucking mind or soul into other people's bodies. And who, who's who, who is who, who are you? And oh, goblin. Oh, I'm going to take you to Miskatonic University. Oh, you're at the Miskatonic Insane Asylum. Oh, ah. I didn't care for it. Brought to you by Shudder. And then <laughs> I watched another Shudder movie. Uh, what was this one called? Night of the Hunted. This was by the Frenchman who directed uh, the Maniac remake. You ever see that one? I liked that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Depending on what day you ask me, I'll say, yeah, I like that one better than the original. But it all depends. I'm not saying that today. However, maybe because I just watched this fucking movie. (laughs) Uh, So this uh, lady, she's fucking... uh, this guy, does she work with him? Maybe. Did they go to a convention? Maybe. But they're sharing a hotel room and fucking. So uh, her husband calls her like, hey, uh, we got this appointment with a fertility doctor or some shit. Can't wait to see you. All right. And they stop at a gas station for, you know, gas. <laughs> she walks inside. Motherfucker starts shooting at her, like sniper style. So uh, it's all about her being trapped in this fucking uh, gas station with a sniper outside. And, oh, why is the sniper doing it? You'll never know, because when it's all over, we don't tell you. So what the fuck is the point? It's not an Australian sniper, is it, Tom? (laughs) No, they talked like us, but it was probably a bunch of blokes and makes just talking with their nasally fucking American accents and shit. But uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of red versus blue fucking going on in between it, like that kind of bullshit. If you can get past that, it's okay for what it is, like a tense little, oh, who's going to get shot in the head? But like I said, in the end, it's just like, oh, who who was it? It's up to you. No, this is a move kind of movie where you got to say who the fuck was it because they're trying to say all these things and have a message. But, oh, no, we're just trying to make you think. Think about what? This is just like surface level shit you see while scrolling through Facebook. Guns is bad. Okay, terrific. Oh, pro-abortion. Okay, terrific. I Vaccines aren't for me. Oh, terrific. It's just all this surface level. Who gives a shit? And then at the end, was it her husband? Was it some guy mad because she works for a pharmaceutical company? Was it just a crazy guy? You'll never know. Okay, why did I watch this? What was the point? It's 2023, Tom. That was the point. And then, Joe, I watched another Shudder movie. There was a few of these that took me a while to fucking watch them. 
So I said, oh, no, it's shutter. So I turned it off. Now I just had to loop around to, you know, it's getting the end, and these were movies I wanted to see. So, And I am watching these shutter movies because so far my favorite horror movie of the year happened to be a shutter thing. Surprising as fuck. But we'll get to that silly shit in a couple weeks there, Joseph. Anyways, birth slash rebirth. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Yeah, I think this one was on a list to watch, or maybe I have watched it. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so uh, a lady's getting ready for work. She's a single mother. Her kid's like, I don't feel good, mommies. And she's oh, you quit it with that shit, bitch. You gonna go to school now? Mommies, so is- I... What? triangle did you watch that again that's what this is <laughs> no this is birth <laughs> slash rebirth all right so uh she uh the mom pawns the sick kid off on the neighbor because she needs to get to work as a nurse because the hospital needs her to help deliver these babies and shit so she, all right, thanks for watching the kid. I'll bring you back a piece of pie or some shit when I get back. Whatever, bye. So she goes off to be a nurse. You see her, like, delivering babies and this shit. She goes to take a piss, and she's on her phone. I don't know what she's doing, watching bears dancing or some shit. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, she's fumbling around, and the t- phone falls in the fucking toilet, Joe. And as we know too well, if a phone gets submerged in water, rest in empowerment. Do you have insurance on the phone? No. Ah. Because she has a nurse's salary, Joe. Ah, she makes good money, Ah. though. (laughs) So she can just buy a new phone. Right, yeah. So uh, her phone's all fucked. She can't use it. And uh, in the meantime, her kid died from this sickness, <laughs> this very rapid sickness. The kid's dead. The kid's dead. Been to the hospital that she works at and has already been to pathology and shipped away wherever after pathology. So the mom goes down there like, hey, pathologist, bitch, what the fuck? Where does what where, where the fuck? My, what? What? Where, where? Where's the kid? Uh, you this place might have him. Uh, I don't know. She uh, she got out of here like an hour ago. So she's fucking goes and talks to wherever Monday because the kid died late Friday and ah. Offices are closed on the weekend. True. So she goes there Monday and is like, hey, where the fuck's my kid? I don't know. It turns out, Joe, that the kid did die. Like, there wasn't any foul play. But the pathologist lady took <laughs> this kid home to reanimate her because she's been working on experiments, you see. To reanimate the dead. So yeah, this is uh this is pretty much fucking lady reanimator. I mean it's not fucking glowing green shit, 
but it is little fucking fetus juice because mm-hmm. she has to go around getting knocked up and having abort given like herself abortions and shit so she can suck the fucking reanimator juice out of these fetuses and use that to keep people alive and it was all right <laughs> it's definitely fucking uh you know like a toned down girl version of reanimator but i'll never watch it again <laughs> okay It won't make a list either way, but compared to the other two I watched, this was the best one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, you know, just your mentality there. Cause I'm having the same mentality. Uh, well, fuck it, Tom. I watched, uh, Creed three, the third movie in the Creed series, which is connected to the Rocky series, Rocky Balboa, but Creed 3 doesn't feature Sylvester Stallone. And people were kind of upset about that, Tom. First of all, because they want a white guy in there. They don't want to watch something with just all black folk, which that's really fucking racist. Uh, Can you do me a favor? Yeah. For the rest of this review... Instead of calling him Creed 3, can you call him Johnny Storm? No. Uh, Why? Are you one of those guys who were fucking anti-him as the Human Torch? I haven't seen the movie. I, for all I know, he was good, but I can't... Uh, he was I great. That's I'm why sure. they cast him, Joe. Sure he was. They should get like a Hispanic dude to play Reed Richards. Uh, Hold on that, now. Um... So, yeah, but it's also, like, people are, you know, they want that character in this movie. They want Rocky. It, it's like the same problem with Hellraiser. You know, they want Pinhead. If Pinhead's not in there, they're pissed. You know, oh, it needs Pinhead because Pinhead's the whole franchise. Hey, fuck, you get past that shit. Same thing with this. Uh, but they got Michael P. Jordan. P? B? I don't know. <laughs> But he's directing it. He's in the director's chair. And uh, he's no Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone knows how to direct a movie. He is a fucking writer. Uh, he's a pretty smart guy. This movie, like you just said, you know, you watched a bunch of other movies and you thought that last one, hey, it's not bad, you know? I watched this movie, Tom, and I thought, yeah, that's all right. That's pretty good. But it's just, I was thinking that because everything else I've been watching has been shit. Everything else has just been so disappointing. And like, this one's like competent, you know? And it's like, wow, that's somebody put a movie together. Uh, so in this one, he's been champion for a while. He retires. It starts out with his last fight and then like, goes forward like maybe a year and he has a buddy that gets out of prison you know that was his childhood friend that's been locked up for eight years or something and this guy he was a boxing phenom when he was younger tom but he got locked up but all he wants now is his chance to be champion he gets it he gets to fight the champion and uh wins of course and just talking a lot of shit now to creed three and then him and Cree have to fight 
you know, they have to get in the ring. And of course, Creed three beats him. And, uh, yeah, it's one of these movies I thought, you know, yeah, it's not bad. And then you stop and you think more and more about the movie. And I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They set this whole shit up early on in the movie and never followed through. Hey, wait a minute. They set up this other shit in the movie. You know, there's this whole thing with the guy's daughter being bullied at school. And she's like starting to get aggressive with people in school. But they don't really follow that up. You know, they... they set it up with this guy that Creed three is fighting his childhood buddy being, you know, a dirty fighter in the ring, but he doesn't do any of that when they fight at the end, you know, they set all that shit up for nothing, you know, at the beginning of the movie in Creed three's first fight of the movie, they show him like analyzing his opponent and finding his weak spot, kind of like Karnak from the inhumans. And, uh, he doesn't do that in the, in the final, you know, climactic fight. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, it's a competent movie, but it might make a list. <laughs> you know, just because uh, it's slim pickings right now. And uh, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't make a list, man. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just don't fucking know, man. Weird year. <laughs> Weird year. Yeah, I've been uh, going back to my list because every time I come across a good one or a bad one, I'll write it down. So I have like an equal number of good and bad uh, movies and shit. I think I have maybe 10 of each. Oh, shit. So, yeah. I have maybe two on the bad list and four on the good list so far. And it's Mm. just like, like everything is mediocre, you know, that I'm watching. It's like, like, man, that wasn't horrible, but fuck, that wasn't good. You know, so <laughs> I don't know to go with a lot of this shit. Strange year for me. And there's not really a whole hell of a lot uh, more, excuse me, that's coming out. Like, usually this would have been the time when, like, all the big, oh, the this one's going to get, yeah. Not really. What, that fucking flower moon shit? Was that the one that was supposed to? Yeah, and that's three. The... And a half. Man, I'm I'm sick of that shit, you know. And I've read that book, so I don't know. Nah, maybe <laughs> watch it in pieces. I think it's gonna drop on Apple TV pretty soon. Mm. Ah, shit. Uh, I had something written down for this because I'm a fucking idiot, Joe, but we already knew that. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I did? What did you do? Oh, it's been a long time since I've watched watched a good old horror anthology. Think I'm going to think I'm going to watch a horror anthology. You hit up old Jason and said, "Hey, what you got, Jason? Send me an anthology." No, uh, I was uh, this one I uh, was looking at around Halloween because it's called Fables for the Witching Hour, and I was like, "All right, that sounds like a Halloweeny no, it little horror story." <laughs> sure, it does. Fables, Witching Hour. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, Joe, it starts out with uh, a lady scientist, maybe a local stripper, pornographic actress. I'm not sure. Anyway, she's in one of those, you know, jackets you were talking about earlier. Pretty sure she's up against a green screen and she's on her computer researching fables. <laughs> and then a little midget scientist walks in. Hey, I gotta get out of here. I got a hot date tonight, so, you know, don't stay long because... This is a bad part of town, remember, and I don't want you to get, you know, raped or nothing. God damn, you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so she fucking bounces on out of there, and uh, old other scientist starts doing her a uh, fable researching. Uh, I had these written down, like, what was what? Let me see. I might have taken a picture because I thought, yeah, I'm never going to remember this. So if I took a picture of my notes, that'll help. Uh, but we can just fast forward and say, yeah, it fucking sucked. Pretty sure I already said, yeah, this is the worst one. Yes. Okay. So the first fable, this is a folk horror movie, I should say, too, because mm. fables, right? Yeah, sure. Mm hmm. So the first fable is called Marilyn's Ghost. And it's about a little girl. She sees her parents leaving and she's excited because it's the first time she's being left home alone, you see. So she goes upstairs and plays dressed up, puts on her best clothes and makeup and stuff and then she's romping around the house and then some spooky man comes after her so she's running around her parents come home she gets locked out the house she's banging on the windows like hey the parents don't hear they're just acting like nothing's they don't hear anything and you know she's not there when we see the parents point of view and this spooky guy is going after her and remember i said at the beginning this one was called Marilyn's ghost because they put titles at the beginning of all of these so what do you think what do you think the twist of this is joe she's the ghost oh my god how stupid can these fucking people be Sure, call it Marilyn's Ghost, but don't start it out with the fucking title. <laughs> what the fuck? And you know what they say, Joe. I always put the best one first. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one is uh it's about a crazy guy spoiler alert he's just crazy probably killed his family and it's basically just like one guy like acting his ass off he thinks he's doing just the best job and this guy just thinks he's the best actor you know he's really doing it and i'm just watching this i'm just thinking oh one of these fucking guys Man, I bet he just, oh, 
And then I looked this up at, yeah, he wrote, directed, fucking produced this segment. So it was just his little vanity project piece. That one fucking sucked. But again, I already told you, this is the worst horror anthology I've ever seen. Because it's <laughs> not really horror at all. And, and then we got a... These two. <laughs> we have... And then we got one called See My Voice, which is like a, uh, uh, I'm a little moosh moosh lady, yes. And this is like a foreign Hallmark movie or something. Nothing horror about it at all. A little girl and her dad, like they had a connection with music and she wanted to grow up to be a singer and she was a good fucking singer. But then her dad got sick and died and she was like, I'm not going to sing anymore. But then she has an epiphany, Joe, and she sings again. And it's just an excuse to have this fucking foreign lady sing her fucking shitty song in this goddamn movie. That is it. Because, again, she fucking directed this shit. She starred in it. Oh, hear my moosh, 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 moosh. Fucking awful. And there's a thing. Like a special thanks to my uh, moosh moosh reduction coach. Well, I fucking would hate to hear what you sounded like before then. Because your accent is thick as fuck, bitch. Thick as fuck. So that one was not good. What else do we got here? Oh, and then we got one called 503. This fucking dickhead's going up to some cripples selling shit in a parking lot. And, uh, hey, let me get this game. The guy's like, yeah, right, it'll be $5. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, I'll give you $2, and you'll fucking be happy with it, dickbag. So the guy gives him a $5 bill. The guy's waiting for a change. Fucking dude swipes something off the table. Guy gives him his change back. Have a nice day, sir. <laughs> he goes home, plays this fucking shitty video game. He's trapped in this fucking shitty video game. Then the guy on the table knows about it. <laughs> Sucks a dick. And then we got another one about a video game. Can you believe that shit? They didn't even fucking like put one at the beginning, one at the ah, we'll just put them back to back. We're already sucking all the dicks in the room. Might as well go, go around and top them off again. And then fucking the scientist lady who's looking up these fables that we were told, you see. She uh, hears a fucking footstep or something. She calls the little miglet and says, oh, my God, you need to help me. I hear I'm going to get R-worded and shit. And then you see the little miglet crawl off a guy and he has two vampire bites in his neck. Ooh, this wasn't alluded to or anything earlier. That's why I didn't mention it. They just decided we're just going to throw that in there because nothing else happens. And it turned out it was just the night janitor. Ooh, fables from the crypt. What a piece of shit. And all the quality was just bad, bad, awful, bad. Oh, shit. 
I could only, only recommend this to like people who love watching bad movies and have seen everything else just so you can <laughs> be like, what? I, what? We're going to start this out with a bang. We're going to give you the twist in the title. How many people had to see this before our discs are ready to go out to production or fucking to upload the file to Amazon? <sighs> Embergiskin, as Popeye would say, Joe. Embergiskin. Mm. Mm. That's also what Paddington had removed when he was a little cub, you see, because he is of the Jewish faith. Yeah. He had his embarrassed skin removed. Yeah, I get it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to drink. Well, Tom, I watched another uh, film about the fighting world. And this one is based on a true story. Another 2023 movie. And this was Cassandro. This is about the wrestler Cassandro. El exotico. Uh, yeah, so this is about a dude that lives in El Paso, lives with his mom. He's a bit effeminate. Uh, he crosses the border at night into Mexico so he can go be a luchador, Tom, so he can wrestle and stuff. And uh, his career is not really going anywhere. And so he approaches a young lady that is also a luchadora. And she also has a school where she trains people, just a ring in a backyard, you know, but she's been in the game for a little while. So she provides some training and tells this dude, hey, you should become an exotico. So Tom, for you and other people that may not know, an exotico. I'm, I know. I Come on. Yeah. Uh, is a wrestler with a gay persona you know they're not always really gay in real life but almost 99 percent of the time they are and uh they are heels in the mexican wrestling world you know there are people that the crowd can yell you know hey you you gay f word you know uh you know oh hey sorry i'm a fucking idiot as we just said what's a heel there joe <laughs> a heel is a bad guy you know or in Mexico, uh, Rudo, you know. So, uh, so he does it. He wants. He said, "You know what? I'll I'll create this persona. I'll become Cassandro, but I want to win. You know, I want to be like a, uh, you know, somebody that the crowd cheers for." And uh, so he does, and starts to get a following and stuff, and starts doing drugs, and he has a secret relationship with another wrestler. You know, uh, it's got to keep it secret, Tom, because it's a macho world, you know. And, uh, yeah, it's just about his rise to fame and him thinking about, you know, how mean his dad was to him because his dad, you know, was, you know, didn't like the gays and everything. And it's a weird movie, Tom. It's good. It's really good. And, uh, the guy with one cool last name, Gael Garcia Bernal, 
he's excellent in it. He's, you know, a great, great performance. But the movie, like, just highlights of this guy's life. And it doesn't really focus on one thing to make you give a shit about these things that are happening. Like, you know, they show him doing drugs and maybe, you know, being reckless. But doesn't really follow up on that. You know, shows him, you know, getting upset that he has to hide his relationship with this other guy. But doesn't give you a whole lot about that. You know, shows his wrestling career, you know, but it's just like little segments. And I guess it's not enough uh, for you to care, really, you know, overall. But again, you know, this movie is is good enough that it may it's going to make a list as of right now. But but I don't know. And it's mainly because of his performance. You know, it's it's worth a watch, you know, especially if you know this character uh i he did come out on i i don't remember what uh american promotion for a while but uh i don't know it, it's it's good shit but again it's something mm. so is cassandro his working name yeah i don't remember what his real name is sebastian maybe i don't know so wouldn't he have gotten more heat if he called himself Cassandra, yeah, I would. Doesn't think so. that make more sense? Yeah, maybe that's why he never got anywhere because he didn't understand the psychology of the business there, Joe. But he did Tom? He got to wrestle El Hijo de Santo, which was a big thing, you know. And he was how old at the time? I don't know. They didn't, you know. Again, they didn't really show a timeline or put dates like, Hey, it took this long for this to happen or whatever, you know? Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm sure dude was way past his prime. You know what I'm saying? For a long fucking time. You know, he, you know, he was in the game for, for quite a while. Mm. Maybe he was even on Lucha underground for a little while too. I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, that far in, is he still alive? I think he is still alive. You know, Mm. But yeah, I recommend it. If you like wrestling, check it out. Tom wouldn't like oh. it. He's not accepting of that kind of thing. Tom's no, like, I mean, why the fuck would I watch that when we already have The Wrestler? And if it's not better than The Wrestler, then why watch it? I've never seen The Wrestler. Oh, shit. Hey, have you seen The Masked Saint? Because that one's almost better than The Wrestler. Fuck yeah, I have. You know I have. <laughs> Rest in peace, Piper. Love you, miss you. I've seen all the marbles. And uh, what's the one uh, with the little kid that becomes a champ, you know? Ah, oh, Russell Madness. <laughs> Russell Madness. There you go. The one with the Jack Russell. Fuck yeah. I should watch that again for Christmas. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there was the uh, WWF movie on Netflix where the little black kid became a superstar. Yes. Yeah, I just I call remember it that one. Oh, no, specify. Oh, the little black kid. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Well, that's what he was. <laughs> he was a champ. How else are you going to describe him to the police? The champ. <laughs> (laughs) 
Oh, remember the movie with the beautiful young boy there, Joe? Oh, see, that's another one of your <laughs> That's Tom's working name, the pedophile. <laughs> no. It's the beautiful young boy. That's where I would go down to the ring as an exotico, you see. Hey, that means tomato for all you people out there that don't know. how dare you (sighs) did you watch anything else (laughs) i did joe i watched another 2023 movie can you believe it i can this one uh came out at the beginning of the year and it's been on the uh on the top 10 of uh, the best movies as rated by Reddit users of the year. So I said, all right, we're getting to the end of this. I might as well watch this fucking thing finally. (laughs) As I said, that shit's good. You go to the Reddit movie subreddit and like uh, all the major releases and shit, like just users will go and they'll do one to 10 what they thought. So that's an actual, you know, good barometer for what people are i can't say that because their number one movie of the year so far is spider-man spider-verse 2 and i didn't care for that one too hey click here for that video no i'm not gonna go back and add that and don't watch it the review or the movie go watch the (laughs) first one anyways there joe I watched the 2023 classic, Linoleum. Have you heard of it? I have not heard of this. All right. Shout Studios, I think. what they're No, I think they're calling themselves Shout Select now. Released it. They released it in theaters, which is fucking weird. Because they, like, release Power Ranger DVDs and shit. And now they're putting movies in the movie theaters. <laughs> so, uh, you know who old Jim Gaffigan is? The food comedian? Yeah, I do. You got an impression of him? No. Hey, Joe, you got an impression? <laughs> <laughs> Jim Gaffigan comes on because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know he's no your boy Sebastian Maniscalco, but they all can't be Joe. Anyways, old Jim Gaffigan stars in this movie and he's playing like a Bill Nye type. He has a low rent Bill Nye show that uh, he does it out of his uh, garage. So really low rent. And he just turns it into the station. And he has dreams of becoming an astronaut, Joe, because he doesn't want to do this show forever. So one day he's riding his bike to the old mailbox, drops off an application in the mailbox to NASA, and a goddamn car just falls out of the fucking sky. Goes up to the car. There's like a guy hanging out of it that sort of looks like him. What is this? What's happening? So he goes home, tells his family. His family's like, "Mm, sounds like you're making that up, fat boy. I don't believe it. 
So next day he goes to the TV studio with the tape of his new show. There's a, hey, go into the boss's office. And there's that fucking guy who fell out of the sky in his car. The boss is like, hey, this son of a bitch has taken over the show that you created. And, uh, you know, you'll still get royalty monies and all that. But fuck you. You're not hosting your own show anymore. Go suck a dick. (laughs) And then he fucking rides home on his bike. His wife tells him that she's fucking divorcing him. Jesus Christ. So uh, as he's going home, he falls off his fucking bike because that dickhead who took his show almost ran him the fuck over. (laughs) So now he's late for mashed potatoes and chicken or whatever the fuck white people eat for dinner. As he gets home, there's a bunch of sirens and shit cop lights at his house oh terrific a fucking space rocket fell in his yard joe can you believe this shit shit's just falling out of the fucking sky and now shit fell in his yard and the police say fuck you you're never going home again this is a crime scene or something anyways hit the bricks motherfucker So they have to go stay with uh, the wife, soon to be ex-wife's sister. And she's a real C-word. You know. You know. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Uh, So what, how he says, ah, fuck this. I'm going to go, I'm going to go build this rocket. I don't have anything better to do. This is like a big thing, a big fantastic thing that I can do with my life is build this rocket. Meanwhile, his uh, daughter's falling in love with the uh, kid who, uh, the kid of the guy who's taken over his show. His wife, as I said, they're on the outs getting a divorce. And uh, the wife's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to steal this shit from this museum that i work at she works at like some aviation museum because she used to be on his show too and they had all these big dreams together to do fantastic things with their lives so they just say fuck it they make this thing and uh it all culminates with a halloween party and uh the uh dad he's a fucking very religious fellow there and uh the dot like jim gaffigan plays both these fucking guys and uh good jim gaffigan he has the daughter the daughter thinks she's a gay and the bad jim gaffigan he has a son who he fucking whips he whips his fucking arms with a rope and he says toby and his son looks back Kunta Kinte, and then he just whips the fuck out of his arms with this fucking rope. And he says, If you ever see that fucking queer again, I'll kill you. And he does. He goes to a Halloween party at her house, you see, because they're together now. So I guess she's not a gay or she's bi. It doesn't matter. What does matter is the fucking dad lives across the street, sees this shit, 
burns rubber out of his driveway in the car and tries to fucking run his son over and ends up flipping the car in the yard and dying. <laughs> so I'm watching this shit. And it's like, I mean, this this was an all right, nice, you know, coming of age movie about love, you know, conquering and, you know, people just finding their way in the world. But I don't get what the fucking deal. And then it all comes together. If you have any interest in watching this movie, turn this off now. And then when you see me hold something up, then you can come back because uh, this is like, oh, that's why this movie's fucking awesome. So uh, don't leave right yet. Watch this fucking movie. It's great so far. It uh, well, Sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but there's a new best movie of 2023. <laughs> All right, now fucking run away and come back when I hold the thing up. But uh, it turns out like you're seeing this dude who has dementia and Alzheimer's on his deathbed, like reliving his life and because his brain's so fucked up. It's like he's all these different characters. And, you know, the son and the daughter, that's really him and his wife. And fucking he's really him and his dad that they show is really him. It's just because his brain's so broken and fragmented. And you see his wife is an old lady now. She's still with them. They were able to overcome all their problems and they didn't end up getting a divorce. And it's just this guy fucking dying of Alzheimer's and dementia in his deathbed and you see fucking him like getting wheeled out, going into the ambulance and shit. And like the last part of the movie is them fucking like blasting off in the rocket ship that they made. Whew, I lost it, Joe. I started hot little tearings down my fucking cheek. It just brought me back to because that's how my dad died. And he was just in bed and the fucking eyes that the guy had. And there's a God damn. It takes a while to get there, but when it fucking gets there, holy shit, especially since like the third scene's like all Halloween party based and there's a lot of parallels in this thing with my life and shit. I was just like, Phew. it took a while to get there, but goddamn, when it did, it did. And I would highly recommend watching it. So I was just like, all right, this has been out for a minute. Is this on fucking Blu-ray? I got to get that shit. And that's where I found out that fucking Shout Studios or Select whatever released the shit. So I was like, hell yeah. All right. They got the Blu-ray. They only have it on DVD. That's how much they gave a fuck about this great movie is that they just put it on DVD. So, yeah, it was a fucking Insta buy. I listened to the commentary track. Uh it was it was an entertaining, you know, commentary track. I didn't hate it. Kind of informative and shit, but uh the guy who said shit like, "Yeah, you know, uh listening to commentary tracks. I love doing that shit. That's like some of the best shit to learn how to do things out there." I was like, "And that's why you made a good movie, motherfucker. That's why so far you made the best movie of 2023." 
And then there's like a half hour of interviews and shit on there. But for a movie like this, this is all you really need. Uh, Highly, highly fucking recommended. I almost want to recommend it to you, even though you already know what happens, because I kind of got Brigsby Bear vibes from it, even though it's not that kind of movie. It feels like that kind of movie, if that makes sense. But uh, it was pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking good. Almost great. But uh, if the first hour I wasn't thinking, why the fuck is everyone saying this is so good? Like if I was just like, yeah, this is pretty good the whole time, then it would have been great. But I would say a solid fucking nine out of ten. Well, unfortunately, Tom, you're not selling it. Uh, you know, by saying it's got parallel to your lives, you, I know you. I mean, I don't want to watch a movie about you. Fuck that, you know? But No, it's love- not. It's just you see things that happen and be like, oh, yeah. It's just good to know that you're not as sad of a person as you like to pretend you are. All right. So that's good. <laughs> so did you watch anything else? Uh, no. Well, Joe, I did. I watched the William Friedkin classic, The Guardian. Have you heard of this? I want to say I've seen it, but I don't remember it. So, because the poster is incredibly familiar, but enlighten me, Tom. Maybe something will spark some memories. This one's about a druid or a witch lady or an exotico who likes to steal babies and throw them at a tree so the tree will absorb it. And then she'll fuck the tree or something. And Mm -hmm. then there's some wolves there. And that's about it. Mm. Uh, There's about two good scenes in there with some wacky tree action. But beyond that, it's mm, this lady's stealing babies because she's a tree or she wants to fuck a tree or something. Can't win them all, Mr. Friedkin. <laughs> Can't win them all. <laughs> like the two scenes that are fucking funny as shit in here are really fucking funny and entertaining. So if you can like YouTube the Guardian Tree scenes or something, do that because that's worth watching. But sitting through this whole fucking thing, <sighs> I don't know. And there's like an upskirt thing where the dude's like, oh, shit. Oh, Christ. Because she has like tree bark growing on her snatch or some shit. Because she's a fucking tree demon or something you see. And oh, come on down under the huge for Christmas market. And stick your in my box and pull this out because it'll be in there. I don't want. I guess the internet don't want it either. So we'll move on. 
Sorry, the Guardian. Fuck you. That's the internet staying. Move on now. Luckily, we're able to edit this. <laughs> so just give it a minute, wait for it to come back. And it will. I'm just waiting for the green light to come back on, and then we'll go to the next one. Fucking hell. Anyways, you can go to dwnproductions.net if you hear me and check out that Thanksgiving sale. That should be starting sometime Wednesday night. 33% off masks plus props. Not custom work and not the pieces that I'm bringing the vault. <laughs> but it'll be your only chance to get them this year. So if you wanted to get them, and I fucking damn Joe, I'm sure I'm about to fucking pop away. But I fucking knew it. That's right. We'll go back and say, hey, fastcustomshirts.com too. You like t-shirts. You probably like them fast. And why wouldn't you? Because he ships the fast hundreds and hundreds of t-shirt designs most for about $12 $15 if you're a big fat but hey the big fat guy that means you're looking forward to Thanksgiving and to that I would say don't afford such fucking things and you probably wouldn't be such a big fat guy you say Fuck no. Oh, Christ almighty. Tom's got an AI. Yep. You're right, Mr. Tap. Oh, Tom has gone entirely now. And uh, can you guys still hear me out there? Because I've always wondered, you know, because Tom is the one that sets this up. And he... uh, it's controlled by his computer system. So when he blacks out like that, I don't know that that uh, I'm still being recorded or if I'm just here. Oh, shit, I'm by myself now. Look at look at all this room I got. Look at all this fucking elbow room. This is great. Uh, but, you know, I may just be talking for no goddamn reason because it may not be recording, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, no, we'll see. I mean, yeah. Hopefully. Anyway, what can I say? What else have I been watching or reading or whatever? Uh, I'm watching the sec. I don't know. I'm about to start watching some bullshit. And I don't even like Godzilla. But there's this show on Apple called Monarch. And I guess it's about the fucking Godzillas and Mothras and the Ghidorahs and fucking big ass turtles. uh, The Gamoras and stuff. But it's got uh, Kurt Russell in it. So I'm going to give that a shot. Maybe I'll do like Tom and do like a an episode breakdown each week, you know, as the episodes are released. I think maybe one or two of them's already out. I don't know. I'll give that bullshit a shot. Uh, what the fuck else have I been reading? Oh, okay, so I've been reading this uh, Batman Zero Year. And again, yet again, they're doing, oh, this was Batman's first year, you know. And these are some of the 
troubles he had in his first year and uh everybody said like oh scott snyder man he's the dude he should have been this dude sucks this is is not fucking good greg capullo is a good artist but who gives a shit if the story is just garbage and that's i'm not liking anything this guy has written for batman so far so the hell with that uh other than that i'm reading the second volume of Gideon Falls, Jeff Lemire. I don't know if that's how you say his name because he's Canadian or whatever. Uh, when this guy is writing his own shit, it's awesome, you know. But when he is uh, writing for like DC or Marvel, it's a piece of shit. But his own stuff is good and looks like Tom is back. And uh, yeah, Jake, Batman Year One, the Frank. Miller and David Mazuk, whatever, with his stupid Italian name. That shit was good. <laughs> Still, you know, but Tom's back, y'all. Look at that. He's got the whole perspective looking at him. Still sounding like shit, though. Uh, still <laughs> fucked. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's it. That's what happens when you live in the sticks, man. You know, by an old river. This, uh, <laughs> This and doesn't they, sound yes. good at all. No, actually, that sounds much better. Does it really? Yeah, sing something so we can see if uh, if it. Well, it goes on and on and on. It's heaven and hell. Sounded better, you know. Yeah. Oh shit! Well, hey, I'm back here. Let's see what this happens. Let's see what happens when I do this. <laughs> you in the mask hole? <laughs> oh, those wheels are still spinning. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. Well, if we're fine here, then we're fine here, Joe. Okay. All right. So, Tom. This so, is Joe. That everybody's been waiting for. You selected the next batch of movies that we're watching. And, uh, yeah. Tell us, Tom, what are we watching? And tell us the plot of this this film. All right, Joe. Well, I picked the good old Paddington movies because I figured, well, fucking belly's not whore, so I'm going to seize this opportunity to do something not horror as well. So uh, I picked old Paddington. Man, this sucks a dick. I, I know, but give us the plot first before. <laughs> All right. So Paddington. This is the story of a Peruvian immigrant coming to London in search of a new life. It starts out with uh, padding. No, it starts out with a film reel. Some dickheads exploring Peru, and he comes across these very rare bears. Why are they very rare? They don't really say. Maybe it's because they learn quickly. Not really sure. So uh, we see like this black and white 1920s, 1930s, somewhere around their film. Oh, talking, kind of talking like this, blah, 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 blah. So then we cut however many years in the future 
we're now in color in spectrovision and we see uh the bears in their natural habitat they got a tree house and shit this little bears running all around and doing little bear shit and today joe is marmalade day which that means it's the harvest day so they're harvesting all these oranges so they can make marmalade because that's something that the uh, traveler whatever taught them to do and uh, they have a great day as a family making this fucking marmalade and uh, they're all about to go to sleep when a fucking earthquake happens and since they live in a tree house that's not a great place to be so they fucking get down out of the trees and start running and then the fucking uh uncle i guess pastuzo he stops and says wait a minute we live in the forest with all these giant trees this is an even worse place to be. And right then a fucking tree call, falls down and kills the fucking guy. <laughs> so uh, uh, what uh, Paddington and uh, his aunt, Aunt Lucy. Oh, shit. No, Tom's... So what happens is all Paddington and Lucy, they're figuring out, well, what the hell? What are we going to do? And she says, well, I'll tell you what you're going to do, young Paddington. You're going to go off to merry old England. Let me throw you on a boat and send you to England. And all you got to do is ask somebody there to take you in. You know, this is the way they did it during their war. You know, if you wear this tag around your neck, somebody will take you in. Paddington says, all right, good enough. You know, she sends him with a bunch of marmalade. You know, and he eats fucking most of it on the boat trip. I don't know how long. It might, might have taken a while. But anyway, and he's at the at the subway, you know, and the... I don't, this is fucked. Yeah, Tom, that's fucked. So he's there, you know, subway. And Tom, take it away from there. I don't... He's, Talk to the Britons, you know, trying to, hey, I'm, you know, a bear, you know, but, but everybody's ignoring him until a family walks by. All you, Tom, take it, take it away, you fucking bear loving fuck. <laughs> so the family, you know, after some who went and hawk. The mom says, yeah, we're going to take him in. You know, that's what we do. You know, we're good people. Let's take him in. And they do. They take him back home. What's Paddington do? <laughs> and, well, we got to help you find, you know, your people, Paddington. And uh, <laughs> so they're but he's dead by now because, you know, it's been a long time since it was a 20s i guess the bears didn't age that much um i don't know. but in the meanwhile we got this lady doctor person and she's saying you know oh i gotta chase after this paddington so i can restore my family name and she's played by uh i don't remember her name the australian actress the only australian Sally Hawkins. yes that we know and uh and yeah, that's it. That's what the movie's about. They're trying to find these people and uh, 
he's eating marmalade and he makes some messes here and there and and uh, the family learns like hey we want to get rid of him but no we actually love paddington and like let's keep paddington they stop the lady from uh turning paddington into a museum exhibit which is what she wanted to do and uh yeah everybody lives happily ever after and yeah right tom <laughs> oh this movie is terrific joe it is a it is a nice a nice family film I think all the jokes work, but as you know, I like my comedy very, very dry. I think uh, everybody were was fucking great in it. The dude who played the dad, Mr. Brown, I think he was spot on with fucking all of his shit. Like little subtle shit, like when Paddington's in the bathroom whacking off and he sticks those toothbrushes in his ears and he blows a load of cum. And then he pulls them out of his ears and they're all dripping earwax and shit. And then he's thinking, wonder what this tastes like. But instead of him just like tasting it, he looks behind him just to make sure nobody's going to see him do it. Little shit like that's fucking great. And uh, the scene when the family's like gathered together and they're watching that old film reel that we saw at the beginning of the movie. And you see Paddington being like transported out of it, walking towards the projector and like going into the movie and then everything turning into color, like him remembering the homeland and shit. That is fucking great shit right there. Excellent visual storytelling. And like him going door to door looking for the, uh, the Traveler or whatever, how they did it with the time-lapsed uh, video of the skyline and shit with the people's names coming up and the shit getting scratched off. That was good shit. Um, I think the whole scene when they're in the Traveler's Guild's great. That goofy fuck trying to bang the guy in the dress. That was funny. <laughs> Uh, all the I I think all the shit's fucking great. Uh, it Joe, it was so beautiful and it was shot so well. Can you believe it? All the colors they chose to use, and you love calypso music. There was some of that in there—a Greek calypso chorus. I've never heard of that shit before, but it was in there. I love London, or whatever the fuck he was saying. <laughs> London's the place for me. <laughs> or whatever the fuck that song was. <laughs> terrific. Fucking terrific. Uh, what else could I say good about this movie? Oh, everything. All right. So, Tom, were you a Paddington fan as a child? Did you, you know, like have Paddington books and uh i don't know what kind of merch paddington had but you know you have some of that shit i do uh, i don't know if you could see well, there you can see kinda there's a yeah. paddington in the background did you grow up as a child loving paddington uh i did but not because of the books because those are for fucking nerds i watched the tv show it was a stop motion tv show 
were like uh, Paddington with stop motion, and then other, all the other characters were like uh, motion comic esque. But it was all like that scribble Paddington art and shit. I thought that was just fucking sweet because of the stop motion thing. Okay, because I didn't know anybody that liked Paddington as a kid. You know, not one fucking person. And I didn't know much about Paddington. I would confuse him with that other shitty bear, Corduroy. You know, it's the <laughs> fucking thing. Uh, so I had no desire to see this movie. But, you know... In keeping with the show, Tom selected it. And let me say, Tom, I'm glad you find something that warms your heart, you know, that brings you joy. And, uh, you know, because you try to come off of this, you know, grumpy fuck, you know, and, and I can <laughs> the parallels that you have with Corduroy, you know, big fucking messy eater that just eats real fucking quick food going all over the place, except their fucking mouthful. Uh, you know, dumpy body and shit, you know, like fucking loose clothing and stuff. A hat, always wearing a fucking hat. Uh, yeah, all that. And, you know, I'm glad for you, Tom, but God damn, this movie is fucking tedious, boring as shit. And this is a fucking kids movie. A kids movie. It's a family age. film. Age. No, no, this is a bullshit. <laughs> huh? This is fucking dull. Like, like, like something gonna happen in this shit? You know, oh, he stuck shit in his ears. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> At least you found it funny. Yeah, he made another mess. Why? He, you know, he's this chick's after him. Oh, this other guy <laughs> fell in love with the fucking doctor or something. What? Like, it's just stuck. And it's you know, but but I'm glad for you, Tom. <laughs> I, you have this. Well, I'm sure you being you, you started liking it when they started drinking. With, uh, you didn't expect them to kill a couple bottles in a in a children's movie, there, did you? Um, so that was good. The old bird getting toasted. Yeah, I mean, so you got this. You know, you got Jim Gaffigan. You know, there, there's shit that you know that gets. <laughs> That you, you know, right there gets you right there, Tom. And and it's good, man. You need that outlet, you know, because you bottle shit up, Tom. Do you bottle <laughs> you start hitting that clay real hard, you know, when all you need sometimes, Tom, is a good fucking cry. You know what you need? Zero stars in this fucking movie. So <laughs> not watch this. I'm you need a hard stare. You know what? If you are taking care of like your sister's kid or something for the night because she's out being a hoe and uh, you just don't like this kid, just put on fucking Paddington. Take this, you fuck. Oh, uh, if this had a witch, a naked lady, you can oogle in a minority to mock. I'm sure you would love it, Joe. That's but unfortunately, this is a warm, kind-hearted movie that just couldn't get through to your stone-cold heart. <sighs> I'm sorry you got molested in that fucking theater when you went to see Empire Strikes Back and your love for everything just died, Joe. 
I, like I just went no longer focused on padding because you have no defense for this movie. There is no defense for this movie. It's I mean, just, the movie's great. No, it's not. It is not. It is. I'm glad you like it, Tom. I really am. You know, I'm glad for you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. Well, I thank you for that. And I'll just let you know, Joe, that a couple of years ago, Corey came over, and you know what we did? We watched Paddington, and you know what he did? Fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's great being a soulless person like you. I, I could understand. Like I said, there, oh, I, I can't say that because there was. I was going to say, hey, there wasn't a black guy in there you could make fun of. But there was, and when I sang like him, you giggled a bit. So that proves a point, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Old Calypso Peter, whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> yeah. Calypso yeah. Pete and the Getting Greeked Band. <laughs> You're are now in the minority by being one of the only persons that likes this movie. This is just yeah, not good, Tom. Not good. I mean, you say that, but they made a sequel. So how could it not be good, Joe? There aren't any bad movies that have sequels. Belly 2. <laughs> oh, it is it is a great fucking movie. Uh, excellent, I would say. Very well made and beautifully shot. Join us next week when we're going to discuss Paddington 2, the billionaire Bo- Bears Club. <laughs> Not looking Remember forward, that one? <laughs> but it's probably going to be the same fucking shit. Uh, yeah. Everyone uh, says they like this one better. And for fucking years and years, this was like the highest rated movie. So uh, we'll see. Maybe this one will win you over. It is in prison, so you'll like that. Mind you, the good old days. I have a couple Paddington cups, and I was thinking of using one for the review just to nonchalantly do that. But, you know, they're up in, like, a display-type case, and I didn't want to. Prince Jelly. (laughs) Marmalade, you prick. Delicious marmalade. Oh, I can't wait to edit this one. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> hey Joe, I read Spider Man. Sorry. Yeah, something uh, about the dragons. Spider Man 184, uh, Aunt May's still in the heart attack section of the hospital, suffering two of those fuckers. Uh, Mary Jane still said no. Hey, but Betty Brant's back and she wants to fuck Peter Parker. She's still married, but she decided, hey, I'm going to leave. Ned Leeds, and I'm gonna fuck Peter Parker, and uh, and then some Asian guy is in Peter Parker's graduating graduating classes. Peter Parker decides to go talk to him, and that that dude takes a swing at Peter Parker, and he's being hunted by the 
Chinese mafia or something. They said, hey, you got to pick a gang to join. No, I'm not going to. And some guy with a ridiculous costume pops up and he's blowing smoke from his forehead and fire from his forehead or some shit. And it's stupid. It sucks. Um, and that's shitty issue of Spider-Man's. But hey, Tom, you like lists, uh, right? I was just trying to go back to the thing and see if I could make it any better, but oh, this episode's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this time I picked uh, movies with a shape in their title. And, well, fuck, let me just get to it. Okay. At number five, I have the Chuck Norris classic, The Octagon. Because the octagon is a shape, you see. I do. Joe, my number five is Spookly, the scared pumpkin. Because pumpkin is a shape, you see. Mm, you suck at these. And this is fucking, you know, your gimmick. This Super Nintendo Zach, yes. Two Toms, one Paddington T. That sounds like a two girls in one cup kind of variation. We'll see. We'll see what Tom does with that. At number four, have the movie we discussed last week, Triangle. Uh, thought about this over the week. The more I like it, and I want to again, because she's in hell, Tom. She's in hell for being an abusive mother. And that's her hell having to repeat all this shit. Good shit, man. I thought she was in Bermuda. Mm. Well, what did I say? Hell, yes. <laughs> well, my number four stars Paddington's mom whacking off in a bathtub, Joe. Speaking of which, it also stars the man of a thousand faces, Doug Jones. And that is the shape of water. Well, that was Paddington's mom, that weird looking chick. Um, at number three, I have Circle of Iron starring David Carradine in three different roles. It's a weird movie. I need to watch it again. I wonder if I, I think I do have it on DVD somewhere. Hmm. I'll do David Carradine movies next. We'll see. Well, at least we, we won't have uh, any repetitive jokes. Hmm. My number three is basketball because a ball is a sphere and a sphere is a shape. Yeah, you're right. And they uh, are also round. And uh, that brings me to number two, the card play-in game, Rounders. Good movie. And round, you see, is a shape. <clears throat> oh, shit. That was my number two. So my number three is The Thing, Terror Takes Shape, a documentary about John Carpenter's The Thing. It's pretty good. would recommend. It's a feature-length documentary, you see. 
Yeah, there's a lot of those. Uh, at number one, I have Star <laughs> Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. Yes, Ardo Montalban classic. You know, uh, great movie. And Star is a shape. Ricardo Monteblon is one of our greatest exoticos. And uh, it's a great movie. Well, Joe, my number one is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Squared. Or as you know it, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Because square is a shape and squared is past tense, you see. Thank you. Uh-huh. Joe, tune uh-huh. in next week when we get to count down another great list. And this one will feature our favorite very special episodes. We've done this before, too. Have we? Yep. Holy shit. All right, I'll think of something else then. <laughs> I thought that one was going to be pretty good. God damn it. <laughs> this is the worst fucking episode ever. Head on over to DWN. And now I got to figure out how to end this shit because I'm on two separate things. <laughs> Oh, hey, man, I hope all of you have just a great Thanksgiving, as Joe would say, if you celebrate, don't want to offend. So, hey, everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a good time, whether you celebrate that shit or not, just fucking do whatever, get high. But, you know, a lot of people do that on Thanksgiving. I don't. I'm a teetotal. Yeah. Hey, but go to DWN's Productions dot net and check out the plethora of items tom has for sale and check it out thursday morning first thing you do before you start you know cooking the turkey up or making your green bean casserole or whatnot or or buttering up those carrots get on tom's website check it out because he'll have that sale going in full effect as they say or as tom would say and then go to fastcustomshirts.com check out the sale i got going on all those black exploitation sales uh shirts are going to be on sale whatever enjoy folks boy god oh,